o'clock and welcome back to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, this Monday afternoon. And I'm delighted to be chatting once again to fitness coach from Elite Personal Training, Nathan Solier. Nate, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Noreen? Yes, Hi guys. I'm doing well as well. Uh, so this week, we're talking a little bit more about um, uh, mental fitness, I suppose, and, and getting that fitness mindset uh, to really help you exercise regularly. I, I think it's something that you, 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 you've stressed on many times on the program before uh, about uh, the, the, the importance of looking after our sort of mental health and, and getting that uh, f- mental uh, mentality frame of mind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, there's a, a, a great saying that I've been talking with um, some health and wellness practitioners or, or mental health um, a company called Bayvita, and they're using um, a workout to work in. So what they so the whole motto behind it is when you work out, that stimulates those you know those emotional and mental you know uh, positive feelings. So when you finish your workout. You actually feel good about yourself, and then you can actually start working in and, and really analyzing, you know, you know what what's been great in your life, you know, what things get can we improve in, and and the things that we may not even be looking at to actually improve in. So you know, using it both ways is is um, is really beneficial not only for your mental health, but also having a, a really strong um, mental state allows you to be able to do the things that you promise that you're going to do, which, of course, you know, we all need to exercise a little bit more, right? Absolutely. And I think you mentioned a, an excellent point just now about that wall. Um, sometimes people do hit a wall, but the difference between those who hit a wall and stop and those who hit a wall but continue to go, um, it comes down to that fitness mindset, yeah. So oh, how yeah, do you absolutely. go about cultivating uh, that, that fitness mindset to, to make you feel, oh, exercise <laughs> is not a chore and it's, you know, you're investing in your health uh, essentially. But how do you cultivate that mindset, that, that oh so glory mindset? Yeah. And, and you know, and just to give you a, and, and just to give you a sort of a heads up of how difficult that is for many people, 85 percent of our daily thoughts are negative thoughts. Wow. 85 percent. 85%. So, you know, no wonder a lot of us fail when it comes to doing more exercise. You know, we have this, what I call short-term, um, you know, a short-term mind and a long-term mind. And the short-term mind is, you know, the, sorry, the long-term mind is that, you know, I want to, you know, start working out because I, you know, want to run a marathon. When we start working towards that goal, our short-term mind self-sabotages us and just like saying, oh, maybe not today. I'm not feeling great, so I'm just going to skip today's run. And then it goes into the next day, and you go, you know, I didn't do yesterday, but I promise I'll do tomorrow. And then this perpetuates into, oh, gosh, this is a waste of time. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to have enough training time to be able to do this marathon. So so there's a a certain level of, of, you know, what is your short-term mind telling you and what is your long-term mind? And I guarantee you, your short-term mind is trying to just, like, chop you down and say, ah, this this goal is way too hard. So – what I would do to be able to mitigate that and, and be able to switch it around is, is I use two tools. One of them uh, positive affirmations and the other one's visualization. Oh, okay. And what with the whole positive affirmation thing is, is like, you know, like I said, we have this, we have this brain that thinks negative thoughts a lot of the day. 
So how do we switch this around so that way we can actually have positive thoughts? And just by the way, part of the reason why we have these negative thoughts is because as, is because we wanting to survive. We have this fear of, you know, and this is our old mind speaking, right? It's like, oh, don't put my hand in there. I might get bitten or, you know, don't put my hand on the stove because it's going to burn. We still have this mindset of saying, okay, don't do that. So what we need to do is we need to switch it around and start thinking positively. And it's not like today I'm feeling negative and I'm just going to change like that. It does take time. And one of those pieces that, you know, I've been practicing on a daily basis probably for the last 45 days is uh, positive affirmations and visualizations. So what I do is like I have a positive affirmation and, you know, this is like one of my goals and I'm just going to say it out loud is to get to 14% body fat. Now that is like, you know, it's an achievable, it's achievable goal for me, but it's very easy just to sort of not have, you know, have that 14% body fat, but every day if I don't say that, it doesn't remind me of what my goals are. And now that I say it on a daily basis, it solidifies in my head and I'm ready to plan my day and I put it in my day and I make sure that I'm exercising. Like, for example, today I'm exercising at 4.30 today, 5.30. Um, and, and, you know, and I repeat it over a day. Now, the other one is visualizations. And visualizations is imagining what it's like to be 14% body fat. What, how am I going to feel if I get to 14% body fat? And really focus on, you know, what that is like, getting really emotional and, you know, emotionally attached to it. So using affirmations and visualizations allows you to be able to trick your body into those times where you're saying, mm, you know, I don't feel like training today, where it switches and goes, no, my goal is to reach my goal, and you know, 14% body fat. So I'm going to make sure I train today. And then it's about being consistent and persistent over and over and over because it does take time to be able to, to, to be able to master anything, but you must spend time on mastering it. And consider at the beginning, it's always tough. It'll probably, you know, it'll be probably tough after the first, you know, 21 days. You know, 21 mm -hmm. days is the, the way we form a habit. But after that period, it will become easier. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a faster way of being able to, to make it easy for yourself. And that is just making a conscious decision that that is how you're going to feel. I feel great after my workout, focusing emotionally and mentally on what it feels like after your workout. You know that feeling, you know, at the end of the workout, you go, oh, I'm tired, but I feel great. I'm yeah. so glad that I did it. So, it, it, you know, so really just being able to flip it and, and it, you know, not everyone is going to be like that. Some people are out there, you know, that A-type person, they go, right, today is my day and I'm going to flip it. And then they all of a sudden they transform their lives. Is, you can, sorry, go, go on. on. No, no, go on, Nathan. Well, you, you, you can, like I said, you, you can flip it. And, and it's just it's literally like you're holding on to you're holding on to a ball, and that ball represents you know hardship, you know tough, and and you know don't want to do it, and you know don't tell me what to do, and it's like literally just turning your hand upside down and letting that ball drop out of your hand and going right. That's all of those emotions. Put that aside, and I just get into action because. There are so many people in the world that suffer from, you know, from, from mental anxiety, depression and, and so forth, yet they just get into action and, they, and that's all that really people care about. You know, that's all we want to do is just be in action, be our word. Like people like Michael Phelps, 
has suffered from depression. Mm. Um, you know, um, Stephen Fry has suffered from depression. But these guys are like, you know, you, you wouldn't think that if they had never told you that because of the actions that they take and they take actions on a daily basis. Yeah. I was literally going to ask, you know, just now when you said that 14 percent um body fat i mean is that a big goal or is that a mini goal um because sometimes you know they say set yourself mini goals so that it's you can achieve it and then and then it's sort of you know gets to your reward uh, you feel more rewarded if you get it or do you sort of s- set a big goal and have your eye on the prize um i don't know is, is 14 percent body fat uh really difficult to achieve for, for somebody that, who's got 100 percent body fat that, that's a really that's a really good question because I would say 14% body fat would be a really high goal for me, being a 48 year old man. So I would say that's a really high goal. Then you can break it down into many you know many goals mm. along the way. But I do find though is even though um, it is a big goal, having yourself being you know, having yourself repeating that thing over and over and over and over, you will keep that in your forefront Mm. and yes they say have little mini goals um but then there's also the other side of the fence when you don't achieve those little mini goals how do you feel if you're not achieving those mini goals and how easy is it to sort of get off that path when you don't achieve that mini goal and just go ah you know well next month i'll go for and i'm just saying this uh, you know as as if it was a mini goal oh next month i'll try to go to 14 percent. oh the next month after i'll get 14 percent. but having that 14 percent by and my my date is the 31st of august is um is is a is a date and then i've also you know I, I've also got it into my schedule to say, yes, okay, I want to lose, you know, one to two percent body fat every month to be able to get there, which is like in, in three months' time. So um having those mini goals is great, but I do find that you have to continue to keep recommitting because having an expectation of losing one to two percent body fat per month may necessarily create a negative effect on you so rather than focusing on you know the little parts little parts little parts right you just have that real top goal 14 percent, and just you know and just get into a process i'm going to be training four times a week i know i'm going to be eating healthily five to six days per week i know that you know i'm going to be getting to sleep by four times per week you know uh, at you know getting a seven and a half hour sleep or whatever that may be so that way you actually materialize what your goal needs to you know needs to be done to be able to achieve it absolutely and and one of i think one of the biggest challenges uh, to 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 motivate oneself especially when you're looking to lose weight is not seeing results i mean so how important is it to sort of to keep track of your progress as you go along because on one point you don't want to you know just keep tracking on every day but you also need to see results as you go along otherwise you kind of you know feel disheartened and I know. That, that undoes all the all the goodness and you I back know. to square I- one Exactly, and that's part of the reason why positive affirmations and visualizations works really well. Because, like you said, you know, you know, if you don't see the the dial moving, it's really easy to go into a bit, uh, and you know, to like, oh, is this oh, really worth it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's the point of all this? But I've just seen so many people, time and time again, is that you know, I remember this lady that I was training, and in her first six weeks, she gained three kilos. Oh, wow. And then she was like, "Oh my goodness, this is not working. What's going on?" And I and I had to really reassure her that you know she was gaining muscle in a period. Yeah. She hasn't really lost a lot of body fat. But once we went through the next six weeks, 
she lost that weight and plus more. And she looked, you know, people were commenting on how well she looked. Now, she could have given up after that first six mm. weeks and gone, this is too tough. But there are points where you're going to get those little down points and you need to be able to have, you know, the, those the, the, the things around you saying, no, 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 don't give up. Just keep going. Keep doing what you're doing because we know that it works. And that's the next thing that I think would re- really be a good um, way of being able to stay on track is enrolling your friends and your family in your results. And what I mean by that is, is like having multiple training partners that you would like to train with. So rather than just having a friend and you and her piggybacking off each other, having a number of people that you would actually train with. So that way, you know, if those other ones don't show up, then you're guaranteed of at least one person there. And you can all feed off each other and say, so, come on, let's motivate ourselves. And there's going to be times where I'm not going to feel so motivated. My friends are going to be motivating me and, and vice versa. So it creates a small community and, and, you know, enrolling your family in it as well also creates, you know, great support for you, especially in those times where, you know, you're, you're not supposed to be eating what you have or, you know, you, you, know you, 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 you should be training, but, you know, you, you're going to go do that family occasion. So using, you know, the people around you to keep you motivated is really, you know, is really important to be able to get those results. Yeah. Um, and also to make your fitness journey more pleasant. Um, I know this may sound a bit counterintuitive, but that 80-20 rule that we often hear about that you've often talked about as well, you know, it's about training and, and eating well, but it's also OK to, to give yourself a break every now and again without sort of falling Absolutely. off the wagon. Because it makes I, it, yeah. Sorry, go on. It makes it more enjoyable. I, I had a really, I had a really good comment yesterday. It was like, um, and I was watching this thing, and I have to send it to you. It's about a, a chef who's who's making macaroni and cheese, and he's and he's doing healthy tips. And he goes, macaroni and cheese may not be the healthy dish, may may not be the healthiest dish that you can have, but. I reckon joy is being happy too, is being healthy too. And I went, it's perfect. You know, having those times where you can have that mac and cheese and enjoy it for what it is and and feel happy that you can actually do that as opposed to, I've got to stay on this rigid regiment, da, 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 da. But having that 80-20 where, you know, you can cut yourself some slack when you've done really well and, you know, and get back on it right afterwards. Because so many of us, you know, we fall down at the first hurdle and then we give up. Yeah. You know, what would it be like to be able to go past that hurdle, like on that marathon, get to that wall, you know, that wall that you run into, and then just slow it down and keep pushing and keep pushing until you get past that wall, then you get back on your next run. Because really, it's all about consistency and and, and persistency. If you can be persistent and consistent, we know that you're going to get the results because we already know that the the mental and emotional uh, um, benefits of exercise is is probably far outweighs the physiological benefits of it because, you know, not everyone is going to be able to get themselves down to 14% body fat, but everyone's going to feel so much better when they've done some exercise and, um, and, and that, you know, that mental and emotional state that we know that happens when you actually, uh, when you physically work out. Exactly. And and also to make it fun. I mean, Nate, you're always um, so good at making it sound fun because that is that is the, the whole point of it. You, you're only going to stick to it if it's fun. If you're having a really miserable time, you're not going to oh. want to you're not going to want to do it. Absolutely. And that's why I say people when they want to train with personal trainers, 
choose someone you like training with. <laughs> As opposed you know? to someone you dislike. But... <laughs> I know, and I've heard it so many times before. It's like, oh, I don't really like my personal trainer. I'm like, well, what are you training with them for? Find someone you like. You know, so I think um, you're, you're right. It, it has to be fun. Um, otherwise, it's just, you know, what's the point of doing? And exercise is so varied now. We've got so many different types of modalities and, and, and specialities out there in exercise that no one can say, oh, I don't like exercise. If they've never tried, I don't know, um, Pilates Absolutely. or yoga. You know, or yeah. strength training. I mean, you've been in the industry for for decades now, without revealing your, your oh, age. No. <laughs> <laughs> I already have. I already have. But how has? I mean, it's changed so much from sort of uh, going to the gym one on one. You've got group exercises. You've got small group exercises. Um, you're not you're not working out by yourself in the gym or running. You know, um, on the treadmill by yourself. There's just so much. Uh, there's just a lot of variety for for, for you so to much choose. Variety out there, yeah. and I think it would be really good to be able to go through the different you know the different uh service providers that are in hong kong because i think that would also give everyone an option of what to do i mean like right you know we've been running online training yes. and that that opened up a, a whole new ball game for people because they were like wow I, I don't even have to leave my house and i can be back at my desk you know five minutes after i've worked out so you know there, there's so many varieties out there now that um you know it, it that, that people can get into. And even if you don't like being part of a class or you don't want to be, you know, watched over someone, even getting a program that's customized to you to be able to get the results for you is even possible. And all you have to do is complete the program and then report into a trainer if that's what you choose or, 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 or at least, you know, follow a program that's suitable to you as opposed to, you know, a generic program. Uh, absolutely. Um, Nate, remind our listeners once again how we can find out more about you and your work, um, your, your social media and, and website. Oh, absolutely. If you want to go to Facebook, it's Elite PT Studio or Instagram, it's the same, Elite PT Studio. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Elite Personal Training in Hong Kong. And I'm actually doing a, uh, um, a mental wellness um, uh, workshop webinar this Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. So if you do want to be able to get on that, just reach out to me on uh, Elite, Elite PT Studio on Facebook, and then I can send you the information, and then you can come and join one of my classes. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time this week, Nate. Until next time, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Noreen. See Take you care. then. Bye.